the good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. Morning, Terence. Morning, Darren. Giving us an update story today. Uh, yeah, so a year later, you would know that I brought you the story of Andy Carey, yeah, a Durban a, blogger. So it was, a, it was a shocking story then. He was just 28 years old. He was going home from, from work and uh, he was knocked over mm. by a drunk driver. Yeah. Um, Andy had lost his life in, in that accident. When I first reported on the matter, witnesses alleged that the suspect had tried to flee the scene yeah. at the time, but was stopped by a few other witnesses until um, the police got there and arrested them whether this is true or not is irrelevant the fact is uh, a young man had lost his life yeah. at the hands of a young driver um, now you know South Africa is one of the highest uh, vehicle accidents rates in the world and according to a report I read recently it would appear that there are around 15,000 fatalities a year in South Africa now given these shocking statistics you would think that both the police and the justice system would work a little more swiftly to ensure that these suspects uh, I brought your book, but it's been a year since the Carry incident occurred, um, and I catch up with his dad, John. John, it's coming up to a year now since Andy's accident. Uh, yeah. What has happened in the last year with this case? Terence, uh, there has been a, a number of court appearances. The matter has been escalated from local court to regional court because they believe that it's, uh, it's a severe case. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that in January next year, the final hearing will take place. The state has been getting its case together and they've got a whole lot of uh, information together to support the case. Was the suspect present at, at court during those appearances? To my knowledge, yes. I haven't been at any of the appearances myself, but yes, uh, he was there. Um, John, I've also heard that um, some of the contents of the docket had gone missing. Um, is there any truth to that? Um, I was um, informed that um, uh, some information that had um, been given wasn't necessarily in the docket, but my understanding is that um, that has all been sorted out or was in the process of being sorted out. So the, 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 the detective branch is very aware um, of uh, what needs to be done. Um, I must admit I had a meeting with um, the head of the detective branch in Durban and, he, and, and his appointed uh, investigating officer, and uh, I must say it was a very good meeting there. They were very much on top of it, and I was very gratified and uh, yeah, to, to see their attitude and their response. Mm. John, December will be um, a year to the date, you know, since this happened. How is the family feeling? Terence, um, you know, Andrew was such a, a larger-than-life person. He was so, we are a very close family. We miss him terribly, eh? Um, really, um, we've just had his birthday on the 27th of this last month. It would have been his 29th birthday, and that was a tender time. Um, we've uh, chosen to be joyful. We had a few of his mates around with the family, and uh, we we had fun. We laughed, but you know, it's, it's it's laughing through the pain, I guess. But yeah, we miss him incredibly as a family. Yeah, the fact is, though, you know, it's taken a year for this case to even come up to court, and it's going to be only heard in January. Um, yeah. What would you like to see happen? Um, Terence, I actually don't know the vagaries of the South African judicial system. Uh, I'm trusting um, that justice will be served. Um, that's what I said when I had the interview with the um, uh, detective branch. Um, that's all I really want. To be honest, at the end of the day, this totally came out of um, a drunken driving situation. And for me, if out of Andrew's death, an awareness of um, really the tragedy that can be caused if you drive drunk. That's really, really what I'm, uh, what I would want. I would like people to be thinking 
I knew Andrew. Um, he lost his life in a situation. Right now, I'm not in a condition to drive. Get hold of an Uber or whatever and just think before you drive. That's really, at the end of the day, I want people to be thinking, if anything is going to come out of Andrew's death, let people think that this is not a cool thing to get in a car drunk. You don't know it until it happens. Yeah. Um, and then it's your life gone, it's other people's lives that are affected. So that would be my, my hope and trust. Another piece of information there, um, although you might think that you're able to drive, if you're over the limits, you're over the limits. So just yeah. just don't take the chance. Don't think, I feel okay, I can, I can drive. Just, just don't do it. Um, but I'm worried about this case. I mean, obviously it's a high-profile case, but I think it's also an example of, of so many other cases like this in South Africa. We've got eyewitnesses. We have a fatality. We have eyewitnesses. We have um, uh, witnesses. We have a blood uh, toxicology report. We have all this information and a year down the line, no conviction. You know, uh, Terence, granted any person who gets mowed down by a drunk driver, it, it, uh, it should be spoken about. It's cause for concern. Certainly a year later. And I think this one's in the spotlight because of how loved uh, yeah. Andy Carey was. He was a very, very popular uh, blogger and uh, you could even say a famous Instagrammer. Yeah. Uh, so it just, it just puts a brighter spotlight on it and and hopefully as his dad said if um if, if something is done about this case then hopefully it'll be uh, something will be done f- foster or, or properly with uh, the other cases yeah. a year down the line and uh, we still have no resolution and you know i think that um irrespective of who you are if you're in in this incident uh, uh, like this mm. it needs to be taken seriously there needs to be swift justice so at least especially swifter. since like in durban the, i know the durban metro police and steve middleton they've cracked um, clamp down on drunk driving yeah. and all sorts of road, road offences. A lot has been done for that. So, uh, so, so you you catch a drunk driver, you hand them over to SAPS, um, then for the investigation. A year later, w- what happens? Mm. Uh, the trial hasn't even set down. So I caught up with um, Colonel Mbele, who's the spokesperson at um, SAPS. Uh, Colonel Mbele, in this case of the accident that occurred in December last year involving a drunk driver and uh, Andrew Carey, what is the status of this case a year later? The, the case is remanded to next year in January, 29 and 30 for, tri- for trial. Mm. Why is it taking so long for it to even get to trial? Uh, the, nothing takes the police so long. It's, it's the court that decides the trial date. Because the, our duty is to do investigation and make sure that all the investigation is conducted, all statements from witnesses are, are recorded, um, are obtained, and then the docket is displayed before the court, and then it's them that decide when the child is. Okay. Speaking of that docket, uh, is there any truth to the allegation that uh, that the contents of the docket had gone missing? Uh, before I respond to that, I just want to advise the community as well as the complainant not to take the advice from the people who don't have the facts. Like in this case, I found the investigating officer, and it was even news even to, to the investigating officer that they were the contest that was outstanding. All the statements are there in the docket, and the, do- and the docket has been taken to court before it was set for trial. And even the family, they are aware that there is a trial date on the next day in January. So there's, there's no, there are no documents that are missing, according to the investigating officer. So as far as the SAPS is concerned, um, you have everything you need to take this case to court. Trial date is never set if there is still an other investigation that has to be conducted. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the suspect, do you know where he is currently? Are you aware of his whereabouts? We don't have to know where he is now because he's attending court.
So he is attending court? He is attending court. He's, like I said, he has never defaulted any court date. He's been attending court since he was arrested. All right. So the way forward in this case is for us just to wait till January, till the, trial, yes, January. the, the, the trial takes place? Yes. All right. Thank you very much for your time. Okay. So here's here's my deal, right? Um, so sh- the case has taken a year, and so now set set for trial in January 2018. But what's going to happen then? For example, in the case of that has become known as the Bridge Lawyer, oh, yeah. it was a case in which the former lawyer plowed into another car drunk, killing a number of people. The incident occurred in 2011, and he was only sentenced in 2014. It took three years mm-hmm. to tie up that case. So why did these investigations and trials take so long? When what happened? to the families of the victims in that time uh, you know because their pain is just dragging on for years and years is this not abusive of the system and it does uh, smack uh, I don't know I'd, I'd, hate to, I'd hate to be that person who says but in South Africa things are different if it takes eight years for a constitutional uh, court ruling to yeah. I don't know get a semblance of, of justice how do we expect our smaller that can't be our excuse we cannot say this is South Africa and that's yeah. why it's acceptable we got to do better 100% alright if you want to engage with Terence do directly on Twitter it's at Terence Pillay 1 1R in Terence thank you Terence thanks